Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Irwin sent me a note about a case out of California that's very interesting. We talk about qualified immunity from time to time, and that is the concept that is very, very difficult to sue the government and government agents, which often results in lawsuits against the police being thrown out, even if there are egregious accusations. So this story is from the Associated Press. Police in California are not immune from certain misconduct lawsuits According to the California Supreme Court, the state Supreme Court in California has spoken thus regarding the situation in California. Police there are not immune from civil lawsuits for misconduct that happens while they investigate crimes, according to the state Supreme Court, overruling the precedent made by lower courts that had helped protect law enforcement from litigation for decades. The justices on Thursday unanimously rejected an argument by Riverside County that its sheriff's deputies couldn't be sued for leaving a man's naked body lying in plain sight for eight hours while officers investigated his killing. California law protects police from being sued for any harm that happens during a prosecution process, even if the officer acted maliciously and without probable cause. Now the Supreme Court says police can be sued for misconduct during investigations. The ruling cites previous case law defined investigatory actions as those they take before charges are filed. The potential for factual overlap between investigations and prosecutions does not justify treating them all the same, one judge wrote. Uh, That judge noted the court issued a similar ruling back in 1974, but 20 years later, the state appeals court had adopted a broader interpretation to shield police from lawsuits stemming from conduct during investigations. Lower courts have been relying on that ruling to dismiss misconduct lawsuits against law enforcement that did not involve prosecutions. And obviously, the law regarding prosecutions, the thought process there is that if you can sue the police for actions they take while you're being prosecuted, what you do is you just start suing all the police who are involved in your prosecution. A lawyer representing Riverside County in the case did not immediately respond to a request for comment. This particular case centered on a man who was shot and killed by a neighbor back in 2017 in Riverside County, which is southeast of Los Angeles. Shortly after sheriff's deputies arrived at the shooting, they heard several gunshots nearby, and they dragged the man's body behind a police vehicle, which caused his pants to fall down, and exposed his privates, according to the lawsuit. They didn't use the word privates, but it's a better one than the one they used here, I believe. However, that was one of the questions I had when I first saw the introductory paragraph regarding the fact that the man's naked body was out there. I'm like, why would his body be naked? I wonder what that's all about. Well, it actually wasn't naked when he got shot. So his wife sued the county for negligence and emotional distress saying police had left her husband's body in plain view for hours that way. The case was dismissed by the lower courts that ruled that state law provides immunity to law enforcement officers and agencies for police conduct during investigations. The Supreme Court reinstated the lawsuit, uh, and the court wrote that the lower court's decision was wrong, saying police investigations cannot be interpreted as part of the prosecution process. If they'd meant to cover all their actions, they would have said so. So when they break out, no, just the prosecution part, well, ain't nobody being prosecuted the night of the shooting. 
Many local police departments have routinely argued they are immune from damage claims the moment a police officer arrives on the scene of a crime, says a lawyer representing the plaintiff in the case. If the Supreme Court had ruled in favor of the county, it would have essentially immunized them for almost anything. The recent ruling helps remove an obstacle for victims seeking damages from police misconduct. California laws still provide immunity to certain aspects of police investigations. The ruling was praised by a California civil rights attorney who has represented more than a thousand victims of police misconduct across the country. This should have a positive impact on police reform because now the law has spoken, he said. Police should be trained and be better informed as to what their obligations are. Now, some people are going to respond to this, and I understand the response, by the way, and say, wait a second, the guy's dead. It's laying there on the ground, and the police hear other gunshots, so they've got to do something about these other gunshots. So they drag the guy's body, pulls his pants down. The guy's dead. The guy's dead. You're not embarrassing him. And so what's the harm? This is, what, this is the argument that some people are make. What's the harm? Because it's not to him. Well, his wife apparently saw this going on for several hours. And so the harm is to her. She simply saw this. Some people are going to say, Steve, I don't even understand where the damages are. Well, understand this. The court is not saying that she wins a pile of money. The ruling simply says that this case gets sent back to the trial court for trial. And the court will try the case if it doesn't settle. And if a jury finds that there was liability for that and they find damages, then they can award something to her. But keep in mind that it still requires the two things. So a jury had to find that what the police did was wrong in the sort of way that would allow somebody to get compensated and that it caused harm to her that we can somehow measure, okay? And so keep in mind, I've said this before, that you have to look at this like it's almost like a math equation. Damages, but also harm. You have to have both of those. They've got to be positive numbers. <laughs> I said integers one time and somebody goes, Steve, zero is an integer. I thought, you know, it's been a long time since I took math. <laughs> a real long time. They both have to be positive numbers. So zero times a big number is zero. Big number times zero is still zero. So you need to have both of those things. So it very well could be. A jury could look at this and go, well, it, it was bad, but not that bad. You know, so we don't know. We don't know. And, and I'm not speculating about that. I'm simply pointing out that the court did not just give her a wheelbarrow full of money. They simply said she gets her day in court. And the police cannot hide behind the prosecutorial immunity they have because this didn't involve the prosecution of a case. And so I don't know why, but this reminded me of another thing I've been asked more than once. And I've been watching a lot of these police chase videos and police pullover videos where people get the dash cam video from the police cruiser and they have all these amazing videos on YouTube of people getting pulled over and what they do during a traffic stop. <laughs> How not to behave during a traffic stop. And um, you'll always see a police officer get out of his car or her car. And as they walk up, invariably, and once you see it, you'll never unsee it, they almost always walk up and they press their thumb against the top of the deck lid facing back, the back of the car. And they press the thumb against the back of the car on one side or the other. And sometimes they do it on the taillight. Sometimes they do it right at the top of the deck lid. And I've heard all kinds of different versions of why they do that. 
But the real question I've been asked, though, is, Steve, if they do that, aren't they trespassing? That's my car, and they're touching my car, and they're touching it intentionally. And I've had people ask me this, and more, I think, is a hypothetical question, because I can't imagine somebody's going to get really, really upset that someone walks by and touches your car with their thumb, especially because you've been pulled over by the side of the road. You have more important things to be worried about. (laughs) But, but, in a roundabout way, on some level, yes, yes. But you have to understand that there are things in the law and in just reality that happen that are so minor or so trivial that even though you might theoretically have the liability on the one side, you've got no damages on the other side, which gets back to my math equation. So let's assume that they were to say, okay, the touching of the car, the touching of the car is a trespass to your chattels. (laughs) Look it up. So what are your damages? Did you have to take your car out and have it repainted? No. Did you have to have it buffed out? No. When you went back and looked, could you even see where you touched it? No. Well, if I put fingerprint powder on it, I could. <laughs> Don't put fingerprint powder on it. So that's a situation where I would say on some level, in theory, hypothetically, you could make the argument that they had trespassed. You could. But no damages. And there are some famous sayings, uh, some of them in Latin, which I don't remember at this moment in time, but someone can chime in. But the courts are not here to address trivial concerns. The courts are here to address things of substance. And so if you were to bring that claim and you got a judge with more patience than the average judge or a person like me, they might explain to you and say, well, technically, there might be liability, but obviously there's no damages. So thank you. But you can go home now. (laughs) Go wash your car. (laughs) So here we go. It's a great ruling out of California. It's not going to open them up to all lawsuits or anything like that, but just stuff they do during the investigation versus the stuff they do during the prosecution of a case. Police in California are not immune from certain misconduct lawsuits the high court has ruled from the Associated Press. And Irwin sent that. Irwin with an I, by the way. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. 453.6 453.6 graham crackers equals one pound cake.